three, four. This is why I'm hot. What's up? I'm recording. You're recording now? Yeah. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Now I got to turn you back down. Now you've suddenly changed your volume. Like you're like, yeah, the mic's on the table instead of the tripod. But uh, now that you've tricked me into turning you up, you're like, turn me up. I got a song to sing. Turn up my snare. Speaking of singing songs, please. I was thinking about this one today. If it makes you happy, uh, it can't be that bad. If it makes you happy, then why the hell are you so sad? I did that one for you because I know you're a huge Cheryl Crow fan. We've established this over the years on the show that you love Cheryl Crow. Stop. What's your favorite Cheryl Crow song? All I want to do is have some fun. <laughs> I like that one where she sings about the communists. What is that one? Well, didn't so- we talk about this like this summer? Yeah, we did. Soak up the sun. We did. But I mean, it's worth talking about it once a quarter, right? Is Cheryl Crow... Is she... No. I, you know what I do? I Sometimes I mix up Cheryl Crow with Shania Twain. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's possible. What's that Shania Twain song? I feel like a woman. Yeah, I feel like a woman. Thank you. There's a couple other ones too in there. Yeah, that? but that was the one. Yeah. Shania Twain's all right. I, she, she, I, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you. That is one of those things. I, it's not, I'm not into it, but sure. It's fine. Well, you into Cheryl Crow? I love Cheryl Crow, man. I'm, I'm huge. I'm not as big a fan as you are, but I like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she dated both Lance Armstrong and Kid Rocket points in her life. What? That's a that's at a the same that's time? a life. Not at the same time. Hey, if know. you had to, who would you date? Cheryl Crow. Oh, if I was Cheryl Crow, who would I date? If you were if you were Joey, who would you date? Lance Armstrong or Kid Rock? Oh God. I think Kid Rock, but what? Yeah, Not because Lance Armstrong's a fucking liar, man. Kid yeah, Rock, Kid Rock Kid tells Rock's the truth. A... What? I don't know. Kid Rock's a donkey. Yeah, but he he, does, he tells the truth. I believe him. I believe he believes all the stupid shit he says. Hey, you make a you good point, I mean? man. You, know what I'm saying? you make a good point. I mean, I'd rather be with somebody like that. I think. It'd be it'd be exciting. I think it'd be more exciting than Lance Armstrong. What to do with Lance Armstrong? Go ride bikes? No thanks. I'm good. You've made another really good point. You know, Kid Rock's gonna be. It's gonna be you know, exciting. You might wind up in jail, but you might wind up at the Waffle House. What? You might wind up strutting down a beach. <laughs> it's starting to talk, sound like a Talking Head song. <laughs> And you may find yourself. You may find yourself the format for a meme. Yeah. 
that that Chris Chris Rock strutting meme is is pretty good. That's a good one. Have the you seen Chris the, Rock strutting meme? Yeah, Chris Rock strutting when you know he's like, it's like Americans when they t- when you tell them to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, you mean but you mean Kid Rock? Yeah. What did I say, Chris Rock? You said yeah well, twice. I mean, they're both they're both comedic geniuses, so. You you can't fault they're me. They're both mixing them they're up. They're both lanky and gangly. <laughs> well, hey, let me pitch this. It's one of those body swap. Okay. It's a body swap movie, but with Chris Rock and Kid Rock. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like that little Dicky song, but you know. I want to. I want to. Who would you rather spend a day with, Chris Rock and Kid Rock's body or Kid? Rock? Oh God! I think that Chris Rock and Kid Rock's body would be the more entertaining. That is, yeah, that is one hundred percent the yeah, right answer. That would be the just to see the, the the discovery. You know, like why does my liver hurt? Yeah, that's that's my new show coming to Fox. <laughs> Kid Rock. So, well, I want to hear Chris Rock do an hour stand up as Kid Rock. As Kid Rock. <laughs> ball with the bold. Celebrity body swap. That's my that's my show. I want to take his face <laughs> off. <laughs> face off. Face off the series. Oh, oh well, what's uh, we? This is our second episode in a while. We've been we've been irregular. Well, we had the holiday. We did. It's been just and then Jackie's birthday was last night, and but that's another holiday. I hope that we're going to get back. And you, you know, it's I, I think that we we're 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 ready to get back on track. You know, I mean, I had COVID. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I didn't want to bring it up again, but you know, <laughs> since you want to, that's all you want to talk about. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just it. kidding. That's all I'm just kidding. About. So you're alive, and my I am redeemed because now I don't have to have an awkward conversation about why I shit on you in the last episode. Um, about I forgot all might, about that. How you might die and stuff. But you, you damn, I had a, I had a real chance to to prank the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, finally, you were going to have a chance to win against me, and you blew it. So I blew it. I blew it by, by winning against alive. you. It would have been faking my own death <laughs> and just <laughs> waiting about a decade and yeah, go show yeah. you have prank. <laughs> You've been zapped. Uh, um, Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Tell us how it was. What was what was the 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 quarantine like? To be honest with you, like I don't want to go. I don't. I mean, I'm a little bit anxious because I don't want to give other people, you know, the any kind of false idea about what it's like to have COVID because it it seems pretty clear to me that I had a a mild case. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, my, and my I don't want to downplay that. Yeah the you know kind of the legitimate concerns that people have about covid because i mean it's killed more people than the flu over the past five years you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um but you know i had a fever and a headache uh for two days i had achy body my joints hurt and that's i thought it was i thought it was uh my lime yeah um and then about (laughs) When the fever and the headache went away and my achy body started to recover, I was in quarantine naturally. 
And I was just sitting there like eating food, but I have like meal prepped, you know, the same meals yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I was sitting there eating and I was watching a TV show and I was like, hold on. I was like halfway through my meal and I was like, I put my nose down in the, in the bowl. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> I have lost my taste and smell. Oh, wow. So that, that's the truth. Truth. That's not, that's not part of the scam. That's real. Right. That's not part of the hoax. That's that's the real part. part, That's how they they made it real by adding that detail. Yeah. So the thing that hit me was like, I, if I put enough hot sauce on my food, I could taste the hot sauce. Yeah. But I had to put like twice the amount of hot sauce I usually put on. Yeah. I gotcha. And what's um, your hot sauce of choice? What do you use? I eat Cholula. You're still on Cholula. That's your thing. Yeah. I'll get I'll get different flavors of it, but I'm still pretty brand loyal. I didn't know they have like 50 flavors of it or something. But um, well, they got a few. I don't know about 50. No, I think they actually have 50 flavors. Now you probably say Baskin Robbins. Well, what if it was? What if it was the hot sauce? I ain't trying to eat hot sauce ice cream. I don't um, I don't really do hot sauce that much, so I I I don't have any kind of judgment on hot sauce. Well, so so get this right. So I'm (laughs) starting. So what? I get I get I get um I get my test on Saturday. But I had quarantine based off like Thursday night, Friday. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sick through Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. I don't have taste and smell Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, I'm sitting there <laughs> I'm eating my dinner. Yeah. I've got all this hot sauce on the fucking. Like, it's like one of those cartoons where it's like, woo, woo. And you're like eyes get red, yeah. And then steam came exactly out of your ears, what and it was like I, st- I was like, oh my god, I started sweating. Yeah. I was like, oh my taste is back. <laughs> That's fun. I hope you weren't wasting batch hands that whole time. You couldn't taste anything. No, I no, I, I kept that batch hands by the side. Yeah, you got can't. You don't want to use that when you can't taste anything. No, no, no. I'm not gonna not gonna pour that liquid gold all over my <laughs> food if I can't enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, so you know, I'm I'm living, man. I'm L I V I N. I'm out. I'm back out in these streets. Yeah, you're back out there. Yeah. It's people treating you differently. They're like, uh, "Hey, David, uh, what yeah. you, you, don't so, no, don't come any closer. It's it's okay. Uh, yeah, we, we can have ain't nobody trying to be around me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm probably the safest person now. Yeah, yeah, because you got yeah for sure. I'm chock full of antibodies. You are. Yeah, they should want to be around. So, you. Um. So, okay, so you had a mild case. My brother had a mild case, and he got he was fine. But he also was like, uh, I could see where this would be a lot worse if it, you know, oh, if I got totally. uh, if I got really screwed up over it. He said, you know, take it seriously. It's like I was lucky. Yeah, he's still having some like memory problems or something because of it though. But uh, that's what he claims. I don't know. I, I mean, how can you remember that he has it? The problems, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll start making up different symptoms and just be. I'm sorry, it's probably the COVID. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sorry, I can't. You know, I, I can't. I can't bring my wallet anywhere. It just uh, <laughs> hurts, my, hurts to carry yeah. things in my pants pocket. So you guys are gonna have to pay for lunch today. Well, you know, the truth is, I, speaking of not being able to carry stuff in my pants pockets. I have inexplicably gone back to wearing a fucking fanny pack. Uh, so now you're not ironically wearing it. You're just like, oh, I got to carry my shit with me. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. like straight up like, wait a second. What started as a joke has now become reasonable. Hey, it's nice to have everything you need to like, you know, defuse a bomb on you at all times. I don't use my backpack anymore because I don't leave the house. But when I was, I have these little like side pockets that I've attached to it. Basically fanny packs without the straps, you know. And mm-hmm. I got my Leatherman in there and a bunch of other little tools and things in there. And then people make fun of me. But then when they break some shit, I'm like, oh, hmm. Funny enough, I have a Leatherman here. You get so, you're so, you're so, I can see you being just so proud to use just it. Just being like, well, you know, I, I guess I could fix that for you, but, you know, it's dumb of me to have all this stuff. So I'll just sit over here. I could just see you saying that word yeah. Leatherman 12 times in about Leatherman. seven minutes. My skeletal. It's a skeletal. You know, it's a nice know. one. It's got the different. We got, we got any housekeeping? <sighs> no, nah, I ain't heard from nobody. I mean, I heard from a bunch of people. Yeah, well, not about the podcast. We did have we got a schmunky email. What is that? Oh, that's right. Got you got that? I'm, I'm pulling it up. Pull that shit up. I'm pulling it up. Um, I got. I mean, I got a text from a couple different people. They were. I can't remember what we talked about in the last episode, but out of nowhere, people were texting us about texting me about the episode. Oh, what what they say? They didn't text me about it. You didn't share that with me, so. No, I didn't. I forgot. Well, well <laughs> there you go. It's the COVID. COVID brain. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to pull up some, I, I mean, it was so, you know, it was a couple of days ago. You know what I mean? Well, I got, so I I got this Schmunky email, so let me read that. Yeah, we'll All right, so Schmunky, buddy Sam, wrote in. Since I don't have either of your correct phone numbers anymore, this is that phishing to try to get our phone numbers? Um, this is my only way of communication now. I think that there's other ways. You could write us a letter. Anyway. Uh, Arctic Schmunkies, which was the joke I made last episode, was it? Uh, oh, I'll right, take yeah. it. He said, I'll take it. Oh, and my stepkids now only call me by Schmunky because I made the mistake of listening to the latest episode with them in the car and having to explain why I said, I'll take it, J-Ho. Their mother finds it hilarious. Um, J-Ho, I hope you and Jackie are enjoying married life together and also staying healthy. Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Um, yeah. I mean, your stepkids, like as you as you replied, those kids could call you a lot worse than than Schmunky. They probably do when you're not around. You know, that's what kids do, talk shit. You know, you there? What are you yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Why are you yeah. laughing? I'm yeah. I'm just I'm 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 pleased as punch at you know them calling him Schmunky. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You know, like not in a bad way. Just like that's his name. You know what I mean? I thought like, it was his legal name, so I, you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought Sam was his middle name. So, <laughs> that's, that's if it's not his name, it needs to be <laughs> yeah, his name. I would just know? change it. Yeah, Schmunk, <clears throat> Schmunk for short. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Now yeah, they, so hey kids, call, hey kids, you could start calling him dumbass. <laughs> if you're listening right now, you could. I give you permission. <laughs> There you go. See, it could always be worse, Mark. Uncle J-Ho said we could call you dumbass. Uh, Just call him Schmunky. I mean, it rolls off the tongue. It's fun to say. It is. Schmunky. Schmunk. It's like schmear. I had, you know what I had? I had a couple different people text me about that, um, about that big check. Oh, what'd they say? 
They're just like quoting you saying, I mean, it's true. Like how many times in your life do you get a big check? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need to put, I'm going to put that in the, I'm gonna put that in the show notes this time. So that, I think, did I put, maybe I did put it in there. I think I might've put I it in the show notes did. for the episode. I don't know. I don't think you did. No, I don't, I don't think you did. Okay. Um, uh, and then, uh, oh, and then, uh, <laughs> previous, uh, number one fan, your boy, Matt, new guy, Matt, mm-hmm. he, uh, he said when we were talking about the OC mm-hmm. and the, uh, the game that, uh, like Luke and Seth are always playing, or like everybody's always playing that one game. Yeah. It's called dynasty Warriors. dynasty warriors. Yeah. That's what I was. I, I had that on the tip of my tongue every time we talked about it. He there just, was, yeah. He, he he dropped me a text like in the middle of a Friday afternoon and said the game you guys were trying to think of is Dynasty Warriors. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Whatever. Fucking that game movie. sucks. I love it. You love that game? No, I love it. Like Matt, he had said that uh <clears throat> that, you know, he he's got a dog yeah. and he's working from home, you know. And uh he he said that uh like he freaks his dog out because often he's gonna he yells at us on the, <laughs> as he's listening to us. <laughs> when I'm sitting at home on my computer alone working and listening to two guys bullshit, it's kind of like I'm busting balls with the boys. And then, and then he says, uh, "Yeah, it the dog just gets weirded out when I start trying to answer things like what was that movie he was in and then yelling at the speaker <laughs> like a game show." <laughs> I love it. And then I, he said, then I go to text and I'm like, oh, this was recorded a week ago. And he's definitely looked it up by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That joke's on you. We don't, we don't look up things. We don't look good shit. We don't yeah. Do the um, research. <clears throat> oh, that was, you know, we were doing these, uh, and I'm sure we'll get to this, <clears throat> the, the uh, Spotify year end wrap up. Oh yeah. Yeah. He sent a, his biggest podcast binge listen was us. Oh, wow. Well, that's a, uh quite the accomplishment that's what that's quite the accomplishment yeah it turns out he listens to podcasts on something else and that's (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah he just found our podcast on on spotify Spotify, spoiler alert our podcast was my number one listen on spotify hey all right hey palm springs is my mecca (laughs) yeah indeed (laughs) i can't wait to get to this episode this week are people yeah, still watching I've the oc so many, i've got so many notes on this episode i do have a lot too um are people watching still or did they cheat on us and go to watch it all i think i don't give a flip all right fuck y'all yeah we doing this podcast for ourselves if that ain't there obvious like, I mean, yeah there you go hey speaking of hbo max though how about warner brothers saying they're going to release their movies on hbo max for a month oh well see there's uh that you know Way to step on my hype still out. Oh, <clears throat> okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. You ready to get into this? I'm in there, dog. I'm in, I'm there, in there, dog. dog. I'm in there, dog. Get in there, dog. Get in there, dog. Get in there, dog. I'm in there. I'm in there. <laughs> get in there, dog. Um, what's your hype? Uh, well, my hype is that I'm done with COVID. Yeah, that's some hype. You're gonna step on all my shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, quarantine's shit. over. You know, as a matter of fact, quarantine's I, I'll over say this now. You. Yeah. What? Quarantine's over. Yeah, for you. Right. Yeah, for yeah. me. Well, <laughs> well, true quarantine, not yeah, just. You mean you, know. you mean quarantine within quarantine is over? Yeah. Yeah. There's levels to this. Yeah. I um. 
I, I'm saying this now because there's no way for anybody to actually hear this before it will have already happened. <clears throat> okay. Um, but this weekend, so what we're recording this on Thursday or Friday night, Friday night. Yeah. It's a Friday night. Um, this Sunday is, well, this whole weekend, starting Thursday all the way through Sunday, is the Youth, Junior, and Senior National Championships for USA Weightlifting. Oh. And it was supposed to be in Atlanta, Georgia this year, but they, you know, you know, like just like two weeks ago, they, they transitioned it to be an online meet. Yeah. And they're live streaming it. Like oh, cool. it's being held on Zoom. Um, but you can, you can like log into USA weightlifting. You don't have to log it. You just go to the USA weightlifting website and it's a live stream. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was going to compete because I had registered, right? but I wasn't too thrilled about it because I, I wasn't like, you know, training hasn't been great over the past couple of months, but anytime you get an opportunity at my age to compete in a senior meet, which is like an open division, any age group can compete. Right. Like the next oldest person in my weight class in this competition is seven years younger than I am. Oh, wow. Most of them are 10, you know, 10 years younger than I am. You know, like I'm yeah. by far the oldest guy in this competition. Um, <clears throat> but for me, like being able to still qualify for these competitions, like I feel obligated to do them because they're very high stress. Yeah. And it will make me a better coach in the long run when I have a lot more people competing in these competitions. So we have a couple of people competing in this competition this weekend and I wasn't going to do it because I had COVID and I sat on my butt for 10 days. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're going to do so I went into So I got released from my quarantine on Sunday, which is the day that I usually train heavy. Yeah. And it was literally one calendar week from this competition. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I went into the gym and I was like, if I hit these certain numbers, then I'll, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I went into the gym and I hit those numbers. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing it. So, uh, so I'm competing, like I'm competing on Sunday. You're the best around. Um, that, what a flex though. Like, I mean, yeah. you're it's it's a win win for you because if you do poorly, you just be like, "Hey, motherfuckers, I had I had COVID like last yeah. week." And if yeah. you if you do well, then you're like, "Ha! Imagine me at my full powers." <laughs> <laughs> well, just to give you an idea of you know, <laughs> like there's like me, I think ten guys in the session. Uh huh. Which is like it's the A session, it's the top session, but there's not that many people signed up since it's online. So it's kind of inflated for me to be in the A session. I, I don't belong in the A session in a national meet. Oh, okay. Um, I belong in the B session, you know. Uh, um, but <clears throat> but I'm in the A session. Hell yeah! And there's this guy in the A session who has been on the world team for like the past four or five years. Oh wow. And uh, like in 2017, when I went to the same competition, it was held one week after the world championships. And my partner, Jared and I, we, we knew that it was going to be a special event for us to get to go to the world championships. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not commonly held in America, you know All what right. I mean? And so we, we flew out there early. It was in California and, you know, got to watch the best in the world do the sport that we participate in. Mm -hmm. And then we stayed afterwards to compete in the, in this national meet. 
And I sat there and watched this kid, West Kids, you know, just fucking hammer weights in the world championships. And he PR'd, you know, he, you know, for context, anybody that's a weightlifter is listening, he's, he can snatch, yeah. you know, more than I can clean a jerk. Okay. Um, which is incredible. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm in the same session as him. So my, my entry total that I put in was 290 kilos. So for the for the record, like I I totaled three hundred kilos for the first time ever in the summer of twenty eighteen. And I have been able and the best total that I've ever done in my life came the following year, March of nineteen, with a three oh eight total. I put in my entry total as a two ninety. Okay. Because I was like, you got to open, <clears throat> you have to, you have that's to start out. That's a starting with, point. That's what you say. I'm going to start at this. You have to start <laughs> within 20 kilos of that. Okay. okay. So I'd have to start at like 270. Gotcha. Now I can total 290 any day of the week for the most part. But to go from 290 to 300 is a, is a much bigger ask. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy if I total 300 kilos, right? Yeah. That's your goal. Yeah. This kid, Wes, his entry total is 370. Holy shit. That's like 150 pounds more than Holy my, fuck. you know, like my best. That can't be good for you. Yeah, he's a killer, man. He's, do, he's, he's actually, he's from Tennessee. Gotcha. Well, I don't like him. Um, <laughs> he's from Tennessee? Wow. Yeah. He's a Dolly Parton fan. Well, maybe I do like him um nah, yeah no he's a good dude he's really kind he's a really nice guy i've, wow. I've actually trained with him before uh, like uh, yeah great because uh, we were in tennessee at the same time and we had like mutual friends so like a bunch of people got together and lifted and yeah. of course he didn't really have much to say to me because like who the who the hell am i you know everybody's on his jock the whole time yeah you were like not me i was like i mean if you're into that <laughs> <laughs> While you're literally doing the thing that you're I'm doing the same thing he's doing. I mean, I'm not trying to get too strong. I'm just trying to be medium strong. (laughs) So you have to do this live then. So somebody like holding a laptop up to your, to you while this is happening. So we have, we have, yeah, there's like regulations where like we have to have a certain, uh, four meters by four meters square taped off. And then, you have to have a certain regulation barbell and weights, and you have to prove that on the webcam that you're using the proper stuff yeah. before the session begins. And then, yeah, you, you, I mean, we have an, an actual webcam rather yeah. than just the, the webcam from the laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've got that pointed at the platform, and then you've got to make, you know, changes that you usually make on a table. You're making them in the chat of the Zoom thing, and, and the rules are all the same. So, like, you know, whoever's lifting the lightest amount of weight will go first. Yeah. And the barbell continues to increase in weight. It just happens to be everybody's barbell in their own gym. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I got know. you. Yeah. You, you, you're doing it based on the regulations of it and everybody's showing what they're putting on and et yeah. cetera, like proving that they, this is what we're doing. And yeah. Do you, yeah. Do, so it's actually, I mean, I it mean, works out okay. It's just, not, you have why not to do make... every event like that. Well, it's different. Yeah, it's not. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's different. It's it's not as good. Um, it's not as good. Yeah, right. uh, Does anybody ever put like 
funny little filters on their camera when they're doing it. No, like maybe the dog ear filters or something. <laughs> I just think I just think people would get a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'll consider it. <laughs> just, I mean, you know, you do what you want, but yeah, right. I'll I'll sleep on it. Yeah, think about it. You know, it'd be funny. Think about be... making it making it hot. Yeah. So, okay. what about you? My hype, my the my hot my hype my hype is. My hype is uh, Batchan sauce. Again. <laughs> <laughs> we got, you know, we got the people have been buying us stuff off our wedding registry and somebody bought us up the three pack of Batchan sauce. Awesome. I don't know. Was it you? No, it wasn't me. I, I, I have, <laughs> you know, I have like, I have like 10 tabs open on my computer. Yeah. It's all stuff I'm going to get to, you know what I mean? A couple articles, YouTube yeah. videos, stuff like that. I've got your wedding registry <laughs> open. Why, no, this wasn't fishing for me to be like, hey, uh, what are you going to get us? Like, You don't have to get us anything. But I I am constantly surprised when anybody buys us anything. And then I was like, oh, the Batchan sauce. But it didn't have a from on it. So I'm wondering if it was maybe Ninja T or something. I don't know. I think that he would have put his name on it, though. Might have been Mikey or something. I don't know. Trying to get that number one fan, you know? <laughs> but anyway i was about to run out and i was like i just put we put all kind of weird shit on the registry just to see if people would buy it and it's funny some of the weird stuff that people have bought us like i put a mary mccheese statue on there somebody bought that this week for us wow yeah um and uh yeah the batchans arrived and just as i was like running out of my last bottle because i've been gift i i gifted one of the bottles i got from my last three pack away you know as you do you got to give one away to somebody and uh my buddy matt gave it to him and uh <clears throat> yeah it was really delightful so whoever bought us the batchans uh, reveal yourself if you want to i appreciate you um so I'm stocked up on batchans again and i also found this new korean barbecue sauce that i'm that i'm hyped on Oh really? Yeah. So I don't know if you've had Korean barbecue often or not. Don't you? Um, didn't you say you had uh, yeah, a good, good place so, up yeah. there? Pretty, yeah. Pretty often. So the, the 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 barbecue sauce has like a lot of uh, like sesame seeds in it and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it's um, yeah. Somebody recommended it, and it's like this these two Korean American sisters that live in New York City, and they made this sauce. It's called We Rub You. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it is really good. Got it in the mail, just like the batch ends. And, um, you know, been using it in some stuff. Did some pork chops in it the other day. And, uh, yeah, Jackie's going to do some stir fry with it. And we're going to mix that with the batch ends. So got all these okay. sauces, you know, I'm, I'm really into sauce. 2020 is the year of sauces for me. I'm just, what are you up to these days? I mean, I'm, I'm just like really into sauces right now. Into sauces, man. You know, I'm the, the sauce boss. And, uh, well, you, yeah. have to, you have to talk to Papa about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't, I can't compete with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's my hype. The sauces. I'm here for it. Yeah. Sauces. Um, totally. what's your, not the hype? Well, I mean, I don't want to be, uh, the governor, of Rhode Island shut down gyms for two weeks. Yeah. So this is like the the day that I was able to leave quarantine, I was on a Sunday yeah. and I coached Sunday morning and then the gym was closed on Monday. Gotcha. Because Rhode Island's hospitals are completely full. Yeah. And 
despite the fact that like restaurants, churches, retail, none of that has been closed. Yeah, right. They're like, okay, we're gonna close these gyms. It's like, I right, fine, you know, like that's that's a bummer, you know, yeah. because uh, apparently like transmission isn't really happening at gyms, you know, it's right. happening with indoor right. unmasked activity. But so that's like that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, but then also, I mean, I wonder if you're not the hype is on here too. Oh, Nate not, versus Jake Paul. Yeah. The what? Our boy Nate Robinson getting put to sleep by Jake Paul. Uh, see, I got that coming up in an update for my hype still out. So, but yeah, we can, we can talk about that at well, that point. Well, let's move into it. Let's move into well, hype still out. Well, I got my not the hype though. Oh shit! Oh shit! What's up? So my not the hype is that um, so Jackie's friend is staying with us until she can. She's getting her apartment, and she her and. Jackie's friends moved here. They're getting an apartment. They've been staying with us for a little while. Yeah. They take Ubers to work and back because they don't have a car. They came from LA, right? Um, yeah. So the other night, one, the, one of them gets home and she's like, hey, I, I think I left my car, my phone in the Uber. So Jackie calls the Uber driver, right? Yeah. That's happened before, right? I mean, every, I think everybody's known somebody that's left their phone. Well, sure. the conversation goes on for a little while, and it basically comes out that this 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 driver is like, yeah, you know, if you, I mean, long story short, the driver is essentially it's like, I'll give you your phone back if you give me twenty dollars. So what? yeah, they're like, I'll bring your phone back, but you have to give me twenty dollars. And like, I'm I didn't I didn't Jackie had the conversation, but from what I gathered, from what I heard, and what for what she told me. It was sort of like it wasn't like threatening, but it was almost like, oh, I could probably find your phone if, uh, you know, if I had twenty dollars. Now the fare was like eleven or twelve bucks to get to our house, you know. What? So, like, and and it would have been a totally different thing if the person had been like, hey, you know, she just kept going on. Well, Uber doesn't pay us to give stuff back. They don't give us anything to give stuff back. If she'd have been like, hey. I'll bring it back to you. No problem. Do you think you'd give me five, 10 bucks for gas or something? I'd been, yeah, hell yeah. I was going to do that yeah. anyway. You know? Right. I had $15 in cash sitting there and I was just going to give her 15 bucks, you know, like, thanks for being nice and bringing it back. But I, you know, I didn't have the conversation. So Jackie just kind of like handles it so that the woman will actually bring it back. And she gets off the phone and she's like, yeah, she just, she just got us for 20 bucks. And, uh, so we had to dig up like a bunch of quarters and shit, right? Because we didn't have any cash at the house. We had that 15 bucks and we had to dig up a bunch of quarters. But Jackie's like, yeah, she's, I was like, oh, is she on the way to the house right now? And Jackie's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it out to her. Don't worry. Let me handle that. <laughs> so she, I walk outside and I'm sitting there. This is good. That's great. This is going to be worth 20 bucks to me. She shows up and I like, Toss the change. I'd grab the phone, toss the stuff to change it in the car, you know. You know, I mean, just toss it into her hand. Like, I didn't like, th- I should have just thrown the quarters everywhere, but I didn't because mm-hmm. I'm not that petty. But then I was <laughs> like, hey, uh, it cost you 20 bucks to bring me this phone back. Which, oh, oh, well, 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 uh, you know, Uber doesn't pay us for the phones. And I said, no, it did you, you're charging me 20 bucks for my friend who's had a horrible day. You're extorting us out of 20 bucks for this phone, right? Well, you know, you gotta understand that I just, uh, and I was like, no, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Take that money and fucking choke on it. And she's like, 
you know, like Porky pigging at, at me. And I'm like, no, nah, just, just go. And <laughs> that's what I love about people like this. If somebody cusses me out for some shit like that, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> window up, roll on out of there, go on home, spend my 20 bucks. <laughs> but these kind of people, mm-mm, that isn't how they operate. They got to argue, right? So she's going to argue with me. You know, she's going to go, she's going to filibuster me for how, <laughs> why she's a good person. Actually a good person for sorting us out of this 20 fucking dollars, right? And she just, and I'm just like, the whole time, I'm like, nope, let me stop you right there. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but you have to, under, nope. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go that way and go fuck yourself. And this goes on for like two minutes of her just like trying to argue. Well, uh, you know, you're a terror. You're, you, you don't need to talk to me that way. I said, I'll talk to you however I fucking want to. You, I just paid 20 bucks. I get to talk to you this way. That's what it is. I paid you 20 bucks so I can tell you to go fuck yourself. And then she just went on. And finally, I was like, hey, I'm going to tell you this. Get the fuck out of my driveway or I'm going to call the cops and say you stole this fucking phone. And I'm going to call them on this phone right here. And then at that point, she was just like, well, you know, yeah, blah, blah. I said, no, karma's going to bite you in the ass. Get the fuck out of here so it can get a, get on, get a head start on it. And then she backed up and drove away. And I'm, then, I'm blown away that she stayed for that abuse. Oh, she stood. I mean, it was like, I'm not saying it was 20 minutes or anything. The whole, the whole transaction took, you know, two minutes. But when, when you're screaming and yelling at each other, that's a long time, you know? And she mm-hmm. didn't, the thing is, is like, I gave her the money. It wasn't like I'm like holding the money over a car. Like, Hey, you know, you can't, you know, you can't get this. Right. Um, no. And then I came back in the house and I was like, Hey, did y'all hear that? And they were, it was a standing ovation in the house, basically like, <laughs> Oh yes. You know, thank you. And I felt so bad. Basically, you just, you just paid 20 bucks. So like she thought she was getting paid 20 bucks to do you a favor. And then you just paid somebody 20 bucks to, to take to vent. At yeah, them. exactly. That's why I was like, no, you don't get just the phone was free. Getting the phone back was free. The 20 bucks was so that I could tell somebody to fuck off because I'm wanting to do that for like months now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've been, you've been stuck in the house. You ain't been able to tell anybody. Fuck I have off not had a chance to tell somebody, you know, about once a, every two months or so I tell somebody to fuck off, you know, <laughs> some stranger at the grocery store that's being an asshole or something. I tell them to fuck off. Cause you know, like I'm getting to that age. Once you get, once you get older, you hit a point where you're just like, I'm just gonna start telling people to fuck off when they need to fuck off. <laughs> you know, some people need to be told to fuck off, you know, and it, it, it makes my teeth whiter to do it. I just like, oh man, I was energized. I just came back in the house. She got Believe the one, she got the one star review. So I hope that it all worked out for her. You know, it's great. Dang. It's good. Dang. Fuck you. Dang. Give me my phone back. You fucking asshole. So yeah, that's it. And the next day I, <laughs> I had to apologize to my elderly neighbor. I was like, Hey, uh, Nancy, did you hear that last night? It's me out here. Nancy then, was like, "I'm scared to say yes." No, she she was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, mm, "It was like about ten o'clock." I told the Uber driver to fuck off. She was like, "No, I didn't hear that." I was like, "Oh, well, uh, I did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to accidentally not actually, you know, offend you." And she's like, "No, no." She's like, "I wish I would have known. I'd have come out here and backed you up." I was like, Hell yeah! That's why I love Nancy. 
Oh, yeah, man. so that that's that was my not the hype was was this shitty fucking Uber driver, you know, the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch who stole the cell phone. Dang, what? <laughs> so anyway. jamming your uh, hype still out here? What? 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 Uh... So my, my hype still out. Number one was the movies releasing on HBO Max at the same time they release in theaters, like Dune, which I'm you know I've talked about it before. Cannot wait to see Dune. It's mm-hmm. going to release all these other, the Matrix 4, they're going to release straight to HBO Max too, I think at the same time, right? As as they come to theaters? Yeah, their whole slate, their whole slate of movies, when they come to theaters, they're going to be on HBO Max for a month. Now, this is just Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, apparently, AMC, the CEO, is pissed. And he came out and was basically like, fuck y'all. Um, oh, really? Yeah, because he's it's stealing, you know, he's, he sees that it's taking money out of his pocket. He's like, that, you know, everything's going to be fine by then. Anyway, oh, okay. my, my hype still out is that like, oh, I mean, I don't so, want... wait. Hold on. I got a list here. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to read them all. Uh, just the ones just that the I big think. ones. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, the Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. That's yeah. Jackie right there. Yeah. That's you and Jackie. Yeah, probably. We've, we've, In the yeah. Heights. The old uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, oh, stage. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Uh, well, before he wrote Hamilton, he wrote In the Heights, and it was a major Tony winner, oh, okay. you know, on Broadway. Yeah. So it's like a Broadway play taken to movie, which never really works out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Okay. Yeah, sure. Another another Suicide Squad movie, which yeah, I'm not I, sure we need that. Uh, I mean, I think it, I mean, uh, it's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy directing it, so. Okay. Director, well, that was so. about it, other than The yeah. Matrix 4 and Dune. And Dune, yeah. Um my hype's still out is that like I really want to see I don't want to see I mean some of these movies I don't give a shit about but like particularly Dune and maybe Matrix 4 I don't really want to watch on the, the small screen you know right even yeah. though I do have this beautiful 4k Samsung curved TV um yeah. it's not the same you know I want to see Dune in the theater so we'll see how you know what happens between now and then you know it's been delayed until forever from now anyway so sure yeah I mean I wonder if like delaying release dates is gonna you know i i you know i mean who knows you know what i'm saying like who knows yeah who is knows it gonna kill some happen? hype what's it gonna i mean is it gonna make more hype i don't know um yeah. and then my other hype still out is that mike tyson jones fight which how's that hype still out well it's a follow-up because that that was my hype still that was our hype still out on one of the the early oh, episodes oh, of, yeah. of this season of iolltos Right. So I was true. like, I'll put this in the hype still out because the hype is in and it is not the hype. It was not the hype. Um, it's great if you, if you, I mean, it was more like watching a hugging contest, which if you're into that, that's fine. I have no problem with that. There's probably people that are yeah, like sure. professional hugging contests. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. It was like Tyson was like, look, Tyson looked good, you know? He looked in uh-huh. form. He looked pretty good for his age, you know? Right. He looked, when the piston was going, it was like, holy shit, like, he's going to kill this dude. But then every time Tyson got in a roll, Roy Jones would just hug him and lock him up, wrap him up, you know? Uh-huh. And he was just trying to, like, number one, he was just trying to survive. Number two, I think he was just trying to wear Tyson out, but he really didn't the whole time. How are you going to wear Tyson out? Yeah, I don't think you can, like... I think when he's dead, he'll be, you'll have worn him out. <laughs> but he's like, and 
like I don't know, but then it felt like Tyson was was holding back some to you, because like uh-huh. it just felt like he wasn't that killer instinct because he was like, uh, we got to make money on this. I can't kill this man, which <laughs> yeah. maybe shows some maturity. Because like if you imagine Tyson from like fifteen years ago would be like he would be like, yeah, I'll do that. Oh God, the guy's dead. You know, um, yeah. Jones looked like my uncle out there trying to fight or something. You know, like he looked old and slow and he had like one or two good punches but overall it was just a and then in the end they voted it a draw and i was like tyson beat the shit out of him you know and he was holding back i don't know i don't know if you watched it or not i watched it live i'm glad i did not pay for it i won't tell you how i watched it but i did not pay for it <laughs> well, yeah I'm glad so that. i i was i was i was doing the same thing you were doing but i fell asleep before <laughs> jake jake versus nate <laughs> you fell asleep that that early. See, I, I came into it right as the Tyson fight happened, so I didn't even see the Nate fight. I just saw the memes, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was disappointed that, that that our boy Nate Robinson went down like that, you know, from, right. from a filthy YouTuber, you know, from an influencer. Filthy. It was a filthy knockout, though. Yeah. Well, he was like, he said that dude's trying to fight Conor McGregor now. Oh, that'll be good. I would like to see that because then, would, then the universe like, will be put back in order. Because yeah, Conor McGregor will, sure. will will pull his spine out like Sub Zero in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Speaking of Mortal Kombat, <clears throat> did you watch that uh, Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather fight? Uh, I watched it after the fact. I got something for you. I, now, old friend of the pod, uh, my boy Colin, he calls me. Uh, uh, what's the eighth month out of the year? Um, August. August twenty sixth. Yeah, I get this phone. I get this voicemail. Twenty seventeen. I'm gonna play it for you real quick because okay. I've saved it. I yeah, send it yeah. to him every now and again. Oh shit! Come on, give me a break. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, oh it's, it's not playing on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor in three. Let's go! <laughs> uh, that's great. I, I send it to him about once a year. McGregor in three. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Uh, but I remember watching that fight and thinking McGregor was doing everything he could not to like to keep it boxing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he was just desperate to turn it to, just to hit a double leg. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, anyway. Um, so, so I'm on the phone with, uh, you know, you get on the phone with a bunch of family around Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, I call up, um, my stepbrother, uh, who, you know, we, you know, I grew up, you know, with like, I grew up with this huge family, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And we yeah. spent the holidays together and he's, you know, I think he's like 15 years older than I am. So like, you know, the past couple of years, we haven't seen each other as frequently as before, but I mean, I've got my entire youth that just like, this is my, this is my big brother. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's always been, <laughs> he's always like, quick to quick to cut you know what i'm yeah, saying right, like yeah. he'll, he'll he'll make fun of me immediately you know we we haven't spoken in you know 
a week or a month or a year and I get on the phone with him and immediately he's starting to clown me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. He loves it. He loves making fun of me. So yeah. he's got this, um, he's got these two houses now, right? He's, he's lived in Maryland for the past, you know, 20, 25 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and his wife, they got this little lake house down in North Carolina near Charlotte. Oh yeah. And it's like a six hour drive for him. And I yeah. was like talking to him. I was like, you know, how often do you go down there? He's like, I go down there all the time. You know, yeah. we're down there. Like, you know, my wife's down there now, like <laughs> staying there and I'm, I'll, I'll come back up and work Monday through Friday. And then I'll go down there Friday afternoon and stay the weekend, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you fly down there. He's like, no, I drive. It's only six hours. And I'm like, what? the? <laughs> fuck? What? Yeah. And I'm, and, and we're talking, you know, we're catching up. It's like, you know, it's, it's good times. And I'm like, well, so what do you listen to? He's like, I listen to podcasts. And I had to go and fucking tell him I had a podcast. <laughs> so my hype's still out is the Failed fact mistake. that like. You should not have done that. I should not have done that because now he's going to have all sorts of material on me to clown me for, you know, for the whole family. I've kept this podcast a pretty good secret for most of my family. Yeah, you know what I'm for, saying? Except for Kara, right? Everybody else. <laughs> I only present to them the things that I want them to know. And yeah, now he, he's no. now got to pay attention to what kind of shit I'm talking about on this podcast. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you see, he said, you better expect a, a couple text messages from me here and there. <laughs> He, he probably listened to one episode. And he was like, "I'm out. Yeah, I am out on this yeah. That's so, great. Though. That, that's that's my hype still yeah. out. Word. That's a good one. So, what have you been consuming? I um, I've been listening to you. So, I texted oh, you the other day. Yo, 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 yeah. yo, yo, yo. What? Real quick, yeah. real quick. Nobody's gonna know about this. Okay. I got an email today from a kid I went to high school with that I was wrestling. I was, we were on the wrestling team together. Okay. He is up digitizing and uploading old high school wrestling matches yeah. and putting them on YouTube. <laughs> Great. You want to talk about hype still out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, see, you know, see how you look in that. What is that called? Unitard or something? <laughs> singlet. A singlet, yeah. singlet. Yeah. See how you yeah. look in that singlet now. I mean, I'm sure I look great. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I probably, he's probably only got like one or two matches of mine and I'll probably <laughs> lose. You know what I mean? It's probably my losses. Yeah, right. Well, that's some hype still out for sure. <laughs> Tell me what you've been consuming. So I texted you the other day and I said, hey, I'm going to try to just listen to 2020 music all of December. Um, mm-hmm. This Pro Magic player that I follow on Twitter, he does that every year and then he's like, just a reminder, listen to 2020 music all month so you can figure out your favorites. So my goal is like, I think that, I mean, we used to do a, a year in wrap up show on IOLTOS, I believe. I'm here for that. So I'm, I'm, I, my goal is to have, and I hopefully for you too, is to have like either, I, I assume like a full top 10 of albums, you know, from I've, the year. I've already been, I've already got like. 15 or so albums on a list that I'm, I'm just marinating on. I have about five so far, but I need to fill out the rest of it. Um, and I need to revisit some stuff and there's some stuff I missed and I won't, I don't listen to music all day long. Like a lot of people do. I, I just listen in bursts. And when I'm, when I'm doing certain things that like, I can't write and like write a copy or anything and listen to music. So there's only certain times of the day I can listen to it, but I'm going to do my best to like endeavor to, uh, you know, listen to some of the stuff and re-listen to things and just only 2020 music all month so that I can, uh, you know, have a, have a nice grasp on my favorites from the year. 
So, yeah. I mean, we'll say it. We're, we're doing it. We're going to do a year-end wrap-up at the end of the month. Here for um, it. And uh, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do some other topics, too. We might have to do, like, top fives on some things, because I'm sure that you have, you might not have seen 20 new movies this year. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, well, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. We can figure that out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I have went back and listened to that Fruit Bats stuff that we've talked about. We mentioned it last time, but you talked about it months ago. Um, yeah. The Fruit Bats did the full cover of Siamese Dream, which is one of my favorite albums of all time, and what I think is one of the greatest albums of all time, too, you know, by the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. It's a perfect album. So, you know, it's like, I don't know if I need somebody to cover it, but I got to listen to that, you know? Right. And yeah. I, li- I listened to, I think today was the only single that was out for a long time. Yeah. And I listened to it the first time, and I was like, uh, okay. It doesn't offend me, but it's not like exciting. But then I right. went back to it and now they got today and Hummer up. I went back to yep. it and listened to today again. I was like, okay, well, I kind of like this. It's kind of like a shoegaze, which I love shoegaze, you know, as a genre. It's like a shoegazy indie rock version of today, you know? Yep. Which that song is supposed to be like sound really sweet and beautiful, but it's actually about suicide, you know? Uh uh-huh. um which it it does sound that way in the original version but it's still got that hard edge cuz it's the pumpkins as you know but this version is much more light and uh the guy has like a bob dylan affectation almost in the song um yeah which is which is fine for something like this but it's kind of bouncy and and like i said kind of ethereal kind of shoegazy and so i was like okay this is actually pretty good and now I listen to hummer and that the version of hummer is fantastic um which I think like Hummer's a better song. Like there's certain songs like today where I'm like, do we ever need to cover that song? You know? Right. Like it is the song. It is one of the songs, you know, of that. Right. Artist. Like, yeah, totally. Totally. We don't, we don't need to cover wish you were here. We don't need to cover, you know, whatever. Um, Stairway to heaven or whatever. We just don't need to cover those things, you know? Um, yep. But Hummer's a great song to cover because it's one that not a lot of people know unless you're a Smashing Pumpkins fan. And it's not like one of the most notable songs on that album or anything. It's good. I th- every song on that album's great, but it's like it has a lot of room for uh interpretation, I guess, to to make it different. And it's like a uh, man, I was trying to think of what it sounds like, but it's got this kind of twang to it, the way that they do it, the instrumentation on it. And it's just That's re- that's only Eric Johnson. He recorded every instrument on that on that like cover album. Okay, well, according to who you talked to, Billy Corgan recorded every uh, instrument on Siamese Dreams. So, well, um, well, it's, I'm, bi- I'm it's fitting. It's fitting. Stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's fitting that it's just yeah. that one dude. Um, which that was his project all along, anyway, right? I read up on him a little bit. He has he has people that he collaborates with, but it's always been his thing. Yeah, it's always um, him. yeah. And he kind of resurrected it for this year or whatever to do this. Um, and a and another album, I guess, recently too. Um, yeah, it's it's it was it's good, and I I intentionally have not the rest of it's not on Spotify, um, right. and I, it's on YouTube, but I'm not gonna listen to it because I ordered the vinyl version of it. Um, it's limited edition. I it's like going for a lot of money places. I I found a copy for really cheap. Um, but I want to listen to the whole thing on vinyl, you know. Right. And just kind of enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of missed the boat on that because I just assumed it was going to come out on, 
Spotify. So I was just like waiting around on the uh, on the rest of the tracks to be released, and then they were never released. And then I was like, oh, it's on vinyl. And then it was like too late for me to buy it, or so I thought. Well, it is. I I sent you the link to it. I think. Well, I sent you a right. picture of it. It's on that site that I sent you. I don't know what it is. It's that they're the people who are distributing it. It's not uh, available on his website. And the um the limited edition version, which is just orange vinyl, is like ninety dollars now. Um, yeah, but they have the original this original version in the black vinyl, which I actually like regular colored vinyl better because it's easier to see where the song songs are on the album. Uh-huh. Um, it's only like twenty five bucks, so you should pick it up right. if you if you like it and you think you want it, you should pick it up because uh, it might he, he you know he maybe he won't reprint it or something I don't know. Yeah, who knows? He All said right, he's not very out. good with social media or something from what I read in an interview. He's like, he doesn't really know how to use the internet. So I guess that's maybe why it's not on Spotify. Um, well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'll, I mean, we'll get into that. I don't I'll know. I mean, it might eventually maybe he'll put it on there, but who knows? But um, yeah. anyway, that's a long story to say that I've revisited that. And um, yeah, so that's what I've been listening to. That and I've been listening to uh, the War on Drugs like nonstop, right? Um, but I'm listening to now that I've done this. I've got to listen to stuff from 2020. I'm listening to the Live Drugs, which is their new live album that just came out. Yep. Yep. And, but it has all the songs that I love to play over and over again. Anyway, um, I'm kind of like really getting into them. Um, I was lightly into them before, and then we talked about it, and then I was like, okay, because the first time I ever heard them, I was like, this is kind of cool, but I don't listen to jam bands, you know. And now I'm like, oh shit, this is like kind of jammy, but it's like, I told you, it's like Arcade Fire meets, you know, I don't know what what my quote was, but it definitely has I a lot of... I can't remember what you said. I've always thought it was Dire Straits meets it's, something else. It is. It's like Dire Straits meets Arcade Fire meets the jam band meets this band called The Slip that I had, that had one album that I really love from like yeah. the early 2000s. They Children of December was the song off of that. But um, it, it has that like... He has that that weird kind of vocal affectation that Win Butler has from uh, Arcade Fire sometimes, mm-hmm. and then it has that kind of prog rock aspects of them that they do, um, which I recently listened to Funeral again, start to finish, and that album's by Arcade Fire. Speaking of Arcade Fire, and that album holds up it's so good. Um, yeah, I I mean I've been on the same tip with that War on Drugs, that Live Drugs. I mean it's. Yeah. It's everything I love about a live recording. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's got band. it builds and builds and builds, and it's like got some noodling in it, but not too much. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, it's. I think that guy's really talented. I didn't realize he's married to Kristen Ritter, who's uh oh. plays Jessica Jones on Marvel's Jessica Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and they have a kid together. Yeah, I think they've been married a couple years. Okay, uh, but All right. uh. Yeah, it's interesting. That guy, that guy has an interesting like style to him, I guess. And I realized that, like, because he they do that. We talked about that cover of uh, "Touch of Gray," which is like one of the only Grateful Dead songs I like. Yeah. And listening to that again, I was like, "Oh, I see why they covered Touch of Gray." Because like every song that they do has that Touch of Gray organ sound in it. Mm-hmm. That that thing is in every yeah. single War on Drugs song. <laughs> Like yeah. it is like the basis of every song. So you, you can tell he was like, I'll do that cover. That's mine. I'll do that one. I've got that covered. Taken care. We've already done it here. That's here it is. Yeah. 
yeah, so anyway, what have you been consuming? Well, I was really proud when you sent me your year-end wrap-up, and it was a bunch of stuff I'd recommended you. I mean, I'm not going to let that one slide, you know? Like yeah. 15 years, 18 years we've been friends, and you never listen to anything I recommend, and then your 2020 year-end wrap-up is all stuff that I recommended to you. Yeah, and, and I don't want to spoil it because this will all be stuff that's on that year-end review thing, but I, I got my wrapped, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> all I looked at, it, I was like, "Really, really?" It was like all stuff that you had recommended to me, and the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, "I was like, all right." So I, I, I capitulated to you. I was like, "Yeah." So my, uh, my raft was all stuff you you uh, recommended to me. So we're fucked because 2020 is going to be cursed now because this, <laughs> this never happens. I don't ever give you credit or listen to anything, and yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I will say that more, 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 more so than the pride of you actually listening, I was mostly just happy for you that you enjoyed the things that I've recommended to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe this is a turning point in our relationship mm, where you actually put stock in what I say. Let's not, let's not get too hasty here. Uh, you fair enough. Let's, fair not, enough. let's take it one step at a time. All right. But all right. Well then, you know. so let's move into the two things I've been consuming. Um, okay. One of them, I'll just say quickly. I've been, I've been listening to Playboy Cardi a lot. Okay, you ever listen to Playboy Cardi? Uh, they uh, did that Magnolia song, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. played that a lot in the club. So, I mean, I don't need to say much about Playboy Cardi. He's he. The one thing that I keep coming back to is buoyancy. Like the production is like light mm -hmm. and flitty mm -hmm. and the syncopation of, you know, his delivery with the production is, is very satisfying to me. So I've been enjoying listening to it as both background and foreground music as I've been like around town or training or, you know, like whatever, like I, I just like that it fits a lot of different moods and I'm not even trying to like pay attention to what he's talking about. You Does he have a new, new album out this year? No, no, no it's just the same stuff? two albums, okay. 2017 yeah. and 2019. There's a couple <laughs> singles here and there, features on other songs, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, <clears throat> So that's one thing. And then this other thing, have you ever listened to the podcast called Dissect? Mm, no. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I don't want to put too much on it, but it is the best podcast about what it's doing that I've listened to. So this guy is one dude who does an incredibly in-depth analysis of one album per season. Oh, wow. Okay. So he does like a couple. So I've been listening to an, uh, season two, which is about a particular album that we'll get to. And the first three episodes are giving context to the album. Mm -hmm. And then the next series of episodes are about one song per episode and each podcast episode is about 40 minutes long wow and he talks about the song in its placement on the album mm -hmm. and then he talks about the production of the song and he's clearly a, like either a music theorist or a musician because he's talking about a lot of stuff that is like i wouldn't be able to like i can understand what he's saying but i wouldn't be able to pick it out myself as yeah. far as like major chords, minor chords, you know, like where this falls and like the history of like using major chords and minor chords and he'll, he'll break down the, you know, all the different elements of the production of the, 
of the song and he'll talk about the producers and where they're coming from and all that kind of stuff. And then he'll do a lyrical analysis as well and how the themes of the lyrical analysis match the music theory and all this kind of stuff. And so it's just really well done. And season two is about Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Are you serious? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And which is just his... which just turned 10 years old, by the way. Right. And <clears> it was <throat> I, I think yours. It was definitely my number one album of the decade. Yeah, I I, I think it's one of the I, I think it's the greatest album of this uh, of this century. Yeah, so far I would. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think it's yeah, in the it's sure. in the running. So I'll tell you this, because I think you and I are of the same mind on this album yeah. and of the same knowledge of this album about like the things that we've said about it being a backhanded apology and, you know, like yeah, in the yeah. context of what he did at the VMAs with Taylor Swift and all that kind of stuff. And, and everything that we've said is like second grade where he's like college level talking about <laughs> But it. the so, same, we were on to something, but he, he. He, he he's really, it. yeah, like, he's really put the words a lot of the He vocalizes what we're trying to get to with it. Like, that it really yeah, so I, I cannot recommend it enough to you. All right. Um, like, the other albums that he's done are To Pimp a Butterfly. Okay. Uh, he's done yeah. two Kendrick albums. He did Damn as well. He's done Frank Ocean's Blonde. Like, I'm going to go listen to Blonde after after I finish oh, this. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not trying to binge listen to it. Like, I'm going to listen to one episode a day maximum. Yeah. Usually only half an episode because it's so good. I want to, you know, like, I want to enjoy uh, the whole thing rather than just, like, rip through it because it's there. Yeah. I get that. So, I'm we ha- we have a dark twisted fantasy um on vinyl and uh Jackie hadn't ever really listened to it that much but I've been bumping it since since the anniversary of it and she's um she's like man this is really good you know mm-hmm. it's it is it's mm-hmm. such a good album he's done great music since then but he I don't think he's ever done anything before or since that was that cohesive you know right yeah, and everything I mean I'm telling you man it's going to your appreciation for it is going to skyrocket. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I've been listening to that album all over again because yeah. I'm just like, good God, this is so good. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it for me. All right. Well, you ready to uh, get to the good part of the show? Look, I just need to say one thing. Okay. If you're not watching the OC, get the fuck out. Go fuck yourself and get the fuck out of my driveway. Um, I just want to say shout out. We we did forget that we got a really nice text from Ninja T saying he was he's like really thankful to like hear us again and uh, you know that we've been we've been gone a little while and uh, he misses us when we're not around. So it was really nice. You know, is Ninja T in the Pantheon Superfans? I mean, if he wasn't before, I'm saying like... I think right now we need to put him in the Pantheon, which is made up of Superfans. You know, they can't ever get. You know, number one fan again. They are always number one fan. Ninja T's in there. It's great, great fan. Um, he also, I brought it up during this part of the show because he also said that he and his wife have been patiently waiting to watch the rest of the OC for us to get back on the podcast train. So here we go. You know. Well, we're back. We're back. We did a uh, episode fifteen last last time um, about a week and a half ago, and now the OC episode sixteen, the links. This is a. Uh, course season one and uh in this episode we have uh, a couple storylines as usual we have your boy oliver trying to make it up to or uh, apologize try to reward ryan and marissa for helping him get out of 
buying cocaine. So he's decided <laughs> to uh, give the whole crew, the whole Scooby-Doo gang, a trip to Palm Springs. What every high schooler wants to do is go to Palm Springs, right? Um, so, uh, uh, just just uh, just one high schooler, and his name is Seth Cohen. Yeah, Palm right. Springs is my that name. is actually his like dream destination. So the whole gang's going there. Um, and then the other storylines are uh, Sandy's trying to help Jimmy get get a job and find a place in town, ta- like find a place to work in town. Um, and that's proving difficult. And Jimmy's talking about moving away. And then we have uh, Kirsten and her father, and uh, thankfully Julie is back. Um, they're dealing with uh, Haley, uh, Kirsten's sister, and um, deciding whether to like cut her off from the family, you know, from the gravy train or not. Yeah. So those are the main plot points, I guess. Uh, we have also mixed in there some more love triangle shenanigans with uh, Summer and Anna and Seth. Um, and then we have, you know, we have Luke, comedy relief Luke, just kind of hanging around still. The the thing that I'll go ahead and say, I was, um, I, I <clears throat> ever since we started this rewatch, yeah, I have been excited about a couple episodes that I I remember standing out to me, yeah, and this was one of them. Okay, um, I this was one of them because I remember it being the Palm Springs episode. I remember the Palm Springs episode standing out for a couple of different reasons, but one of them primarily was when I began to really kind of like be on team Luke. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I will just go ahead and say like a couple of things about Luke on this episode. Um, The first one was how the running joke of how many, like everybody's saying like, Oh man, you think you brought enough beer? Like Seth says it to him when they're loading it into the truck yeah. and he says, you can't play golf without a buzz on. Yeah. And then when Ryan is unloading the beer with him into the Palm Springs house, he says, Oh, you brought enough beer. And then, and then they come in the house and Oliver <laughs> helps like, Luke and uh, you can barely hear in the background, Oliver say, you brought enough beer. And, brought and Luke says, everyone keeps saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was one element. And then, yeah. The next element was like this like uneasy alliance between Luke and, and, and Ryan as Oliver is being manipulative out on the golf course and Luke turns to, you know, Ryan and says, I could hurt that guy. <laughs> I, I love the, the I have my, my notes here, Luke, Ryan, team up. It's, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's, the, it's, un, the un, unlikely alliance, which has happened like, you know, before it happened when um, they were on the baseball field. Yeah, and, it's a thing. You know, it's but, a thing. Um, but yeah. this was a, a time where like Luke – is you know for the sake of the show clearly moved on from the fact that Ryan is dating Marissa and he's just happy to have this group of friends and he isn't it's not he's not really making it awkward with Ryan about Ryan being with Marissa you know he's like and, the most well adjusted of anybody in this group right now as far as like dealing with each other and yeah know, like, and part of it yeah. is because he, he just you know he is that jock <laughs> element where he like he just doesn't really care he's you know yeah, he's, he's, he's he is who he is yeah. and what was so funny to me was their outfits on the golf course, like Luke was so polo. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was yeah. so polo. Yeah. <laughs> he was dressed perfectly yeah. for the job. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and then afterwards, you know, in that golf cart scene, which we can come back to later, yeah. but Luke, you know, looking at Ryan and saying that guy was not playing around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's backing um, him up. Luke's, Luke's good guy. Luke is backing him up. Good um, guy. Luke is back. 
I yeah, it's particularly let's talk about that golf cart scene. So they have this like kind of childish race that Oliver institutes where Oliver of course gets Marissa in his golf cart and they say first one back buys the first round, which how are high school kids buying rounds at the at the clubhouse, but whatever. Um they they have this like race which involves Ryan just kind of swerving back and forth in the background. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, the way that this race wound up is completely illegitimate because there's no way that Oliver would have gotten over that hill and turned back around yeah. by the time Ryan was like trying to head up it. But we can suspend our disbelief. I think the thing that stood out most for me was <laughs> the close up on Oliver driving into Ryan was like so like steady shot. Like they've got this like handheld camera to, yeah. to suggest more movement yeah. but then it's just like they like zoom in on his face and his like eyes are going wild and like you know what i'm saying yeah, they're like, almost it's, it's almost like ah 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 and then they like it's like takes forever for them to actually crash or whatever or like almost yeah. crash yeah yeah it's like cutting back before between them yeah um yeah, it's like, does Oliver's golf cart have like a turbocharge or something? But anyway, yeah, so they're trying to, they're obviously trying to do some like, uh, uh, was that uh, American Psycho type stuff with Oliver now in this? Yeah. You know? Where they're like, he's doing some crazy stuff, but kind of not, you know, kind of can explain it away. And the golf cart thing was just outwardly violent, you know? Right. Um, And he snickers at, Ryan when he crashes in this way that's like a weasel laugh you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. I was I had a moment where I was like man I, I have my notes I want to see Ryan beat the brakes off of Oliver like they had a golf cart full of golf clubs there's another version of this episode where Ryan just beats Oliver to death with a golf club you know <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not saying I wanted to see that but you know it's hard not to uh well, I mean, you know, Oliver says, I was just joking. And he goes, well, oh, yeah, real funny. Why don't you come on down here and tell me another one? <laughs> yeah. And then Oliver immediately turns around and runs away. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, we had some, some you know, attempts at comedy with, oh, we're so bad at golf kind of things. Um, right. I also am like, so, <laughs> so, man, Sandy and Kirsten are real liberal with, like, letting their kids do stuff. Cause it's like, Hey, uh, we're going to go to Palm Springs to stay with Oliver. You know, that guy that like got busted for buying cocaine. Yeah. You got him out of jail. Remember him? Yeah. We're going to go to his house. We think his parents are going to be there, but they might not. You've never met him before. We'll see you at the end of the weekend. Okay. Kids have a good time. You know? Yeah, I mean, they try to say, like, oh, I don't trust him, but I trust our boys, you know? It's like like, he was busted for buying cocaine. (laughs) You know? It wasn't like, oh, he, you know, he snuck out and had some beers or something. He, he, He's, you know, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Also, like... I'm with you. It is an incredible conceit. It is like, wow. Like, okay. Like... Hey, this guy killed somebody, but like he's he got off. It's cool. We're gonna go stay at his house. It's cool, right? Yeah, he did his time. Yeah, he did. You know, the other thing is like Luke showing up with all this beer is like, wow, you came to the Cohen's house with all this beer, and you're just gonna be like, what if they come out and see this? Like, you have a truck full of beer, and then (laughs) the the conceit is that they're going to Oliver's parents' house, so Luke is just gonna like 
bring these boxes of beer into Oliver's parents' house and be like, hey, Oliver's yeah, parents. Yeah, because when he came into the house, he was like, hey, where's the fridge? Because I don't want these beers to get skunked. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what if his parents were there? Would they just be like, oh, I guess he just brought a bunch of beer with him. Cool. Palm Springs, bro. Like, you can't play golf without a buzz on. <laughs> That's how it goes in Palm Springs. <laughs> I have a random another random thing. I had a uh, early in the episode. <laughs> Sandy has my quote of the episode, which is, "You don't golf, you don't spa. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you don't Pretty spa." Good with the ladies, Seth pops up out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh man, I see. I didn't remember this episode at all. This is one of the ones I did not remember. It's funny that it's like so memorable for you, which is, I think it's a good episode, you know? Um, well, I don't, I, look, I, you know, we can, t- let's touch on, I mean, I guess we touch on the, um, you know, summer sabotaging Anna and Seth. I, I will say good, a good like wink to the audience and a good line was when she was talking to Marissa at the beginning. Marissa said I was being sarcastic and Summer said, so was I which we never were until Seth Cohen showed up and taught us all irony. Yeah, that was a great line. It's great. And fits in with other lines of that ilk that Summer has had. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that one too. I did. I, um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I I will say Summer looked like a sailor in that little outfit she was wearing. <laughs> I said, I was like, it's like Popeye. It's like, it's like she's going to bust out some spinach yeah so funny uh, um i i loved the scene where anna and, and anna and seth are just riffing on everything on tv and summer just keeps changing the channel trying to get them to shut up and they're just continuously <laughs> being funny yeah. i found it i found it to be really obnoxious i oh. thought that they were like and when they said like we should have a tv show of us watching tv i was like oh my god this is so gross it's supposed to be obnoxious though you know it's supposed to drive yeah. summer up the wall and it does uh, but she's yeah, forcing herself into their romantic moment you know she she nailed them you guys are like brother and sister uh, okay i'm going to bed <laughs> yeah she just she just ruined that relationship basically yeah i'm pretty sure it's the beginning of the end yeah. I, I don't know i can't remember oh, man yeah i can't remember uh, either but can we go back? Speaking of outfits, Seth and Summer's golf outfits are as bad as it gets. <laughs> or no, Seth and Anna's. Seth and Anna's golf outfits. I got Anna's golf outfit dash ska. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was going straight from the links to the Mighty Mighty Boston. She show. looks like a Mighty Mighty Boston's backup dancer. Yeah. They were wearing perfect. like they were wearing like 1800s like <laughs> short pants. <laughs> And uh, they were literally wearing knickerbockers yeah, yeah, they were with the, with the, the, the paper boy hats. Um, yeah. yeah, newsies. Yeah. Newsy hats. Um, and, and Seth's carrying his golf clubs and summer's golf clubs. <laughs> Just like, they're having this miserable game of golf. Um, yeah. And it, it really seems like none of them played 18 holes. No. No, it really just, did, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what high schoolers do. They go out, play for a little bit, and they're like, all right, whatever, I'm bored. That's why when I was in middle school and I played golf, I just was like, hey, can we go get some fries at the clubhouse? That's the only reason I went is because they had really <laughs> yeah. good fries at the clubhouse. Yeah. You never made it past the turn? Yeah, no, no. It's like, hey, the clubhouse is right here. We should just uh, get some fries. Maybe we'll come back out later and play some more. Hey, 
Speaking of golf, and I'm just going to go back to, I mean, if some people have made it this far, for those of you <laughs> making it this far, you got a little nugget, a little extra hype still out. Yeah. I'm a, I got invited to play on the state of Rhode Island's disc golf team. What? Yeah. And tomorrow, like we're recording, it's 1030 at night. I got to wake up at like 6 a.m. Oh my gosh. Breakfast and drive an hour and 10 minutes north into Massachusetts and play the first round you get matched. up. It's like tennis. You get matched up against there. Like you do the matchups. Like we have 15 people on the team. So the guy that's like the captain of the team is going to rank all of us one through 15. And then we play there one through 15 like that. What team are you playing against? Uh, we're playing. So like most of the other States in new England, they have multiple teams. And so usually it's like a course, like if it's like that Maple Hill course, they have like three different teams for Maple Hill. Um, and so you're representing your home course, but since Rhode Island isn't that big, we don't have, we just have one team. Okay. And so the first round is the singles round where you're playing against one other person and your score versus their score. And then the second round after lunch is doubles. Okay. So you get partnered with somebody else and it's you two versus the other two. Now that's all well and good on its own, but tomorrow we are supposed to show up and there's supposed to be three, somewhere between three and six inches of snow oh my God. on the ground. No thanks. <laughs> so there you have it are you gonna roll up and be like hey guys the bad news is i had covid but the good news is i'm fine now i'm out of quarantine i'm out of quarantine just fresh out of quarantine (laughs) good to go don't worry did you get a negative test well the doctor said that you're gonna test positive for you know up to three months afterwards so i you know how can we really know um all right let's get back to the show all right yeah um, <clears throat> Seth saying, <clears throat> oh, we got to be friends with Summer. He said, who's she going to talk to? Luke? That guy only recently learned how to walk upright. <laughs> I feel like it's time to retire those Luke jokes because Luke has shown more progression than a lot of the characters of the show, you know? It's true. He's the he really he's the has. one character most capable of change. Yeah, I, clearly. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, uh... Oh, I love that when Ryan hit, Ryan has a really nice drive, right? It's insinuated that he dro- he drives the yeah. ball. And <laughs> the way we know that it's good is Marissa does the put her hand over her eyes, like, so because she, she can't see it anymore. It's gone so far. Yeah. You know, he's hit the home run. It's over the fence. Um, yeah. And, and then Oliver's just being, he was, they've been trying to cover up his obnoxiousness and now they're just letting him full on be unhinged and obnoxious. You know, he puts, he puts, uh, at one point he puts the, the picture of Marissa and Ryan behind another picture to hide it. And so now we're finally like, okay, it's been insinuated. This guy's sinister. Now we're allowed to see him as sinister, you know? Yeah. Um, which is interesting choice. I kind of thought they would just play it out more, but um, cause I, I thought we were supposed to still kind of as Marissa. Well, does, I mean, at the like, end of the like, previous episode, you saw Oliver standing outside of the house. Yeah, I guess that's true. <clears throat> yeah. So that, 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 and that now the, the gloves are fully off with that. Um, my Marissa's being real shitty to Ryan during all this stuff. You know, it's to the point where I'm like, what is Ryan seeing her anymore? You know, 
because she just uh, all I she's doing she, is I, I actually was like i was I, i'm not gonna lie i was kind of like okay with her what she's trying to do she's trying to be a good friend she's trying to be there for her friend she does yeah. she's willfully not seeing that he is a master manipulator he has her kind of you know wrapped around his finger he knows what buttons to push you know and and so like yeah. you know i mean i get that i would be frustrated if i were ryan but at the same time you know look and she you know she's trying to do her best yeah i guess you're right it's just a little bit like man like does she really have to ride with him i guess she, he had to tell her his, his story or whatever you know yeah. it just seems like she's when, like kind of like fawning over him as a friend of course but to the point where yeah. it's like well you're kind of neglecting your boyfriend here you know like and obviously he's uncomfortable and you're not kind of being empathetic to that that he's uncomfortable right. and he's actually been kind of cool about this because like i would think the a high school kid would just be like no fuck that you ain't hanging out with him you yeah and, and ryan Probably. doesn't do that i don't mean which wouldn't be right of ryan to do that but i would understand if he did you know um, yeah but yeah it's and ryan's frustration is boiling over right it's like my buddy sam said this week it's like it sucks being right all the time <laughs> Yeah, and Ryan's having a case of that of like it sucks being right all the time. I think this guy yeah. has like faked taking all these pills and you know all this stuff. You know, like I think that this guy's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I um I want to go circle back real quick. I had a note like you want to know how I know the OC is dated. They're talking about how they wish an egg McMuffin could be served all day. When <laughs> yeah. and I was like, if I could go back in time and tell them how the future is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donald Trump's going to yeah. be president and you're going to be able to get an egg McMuffin after, after uh, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was, I remembered how much I really, really loathe Oliver when he broke that dish because Ryan was like, you know, this is him like, re-raising and going all in to try and manipulate ryan too yeah you know is yeah. to try and make ryan feel bad for like you know like saying next time you want to be alone with my girlfriend just let me know and i won't come no, yeah but you know, the, and they, the, the, the thing about that moment is he smashes the plate not to make a point to ryan he smashes the plate because he wants to, to hurt ryan and then he no, immediately, know, immediately covers well, it up sure. with the manipulation of like oh i, I did this because i'm so frustrated of myself yeah you know yeah. I'm so stupid. Uh, uh, uh. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need to go too deep into the Haley Kirsten father, you know, you don't have any money. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that? Like, okay, whatever. That storyline hopefully is wrapping up. That's fine. But I just don't care about Haley. You know, I don't not care about her. I just don't. She hasn't been presented as enough of a character for me to go. Well, I hope something works out for her. Like, yeah. I'm just like, sure, that's fine. She she does a good job playing her sister, but, like, I don't care if she takes Caleb's money or whatever. Like, why does Kirsten even care about that, you know? I don't know. Um, but I, I will say that one of the things that I was excited about re rewatching and revisiting, because I remembered it was going to be happening, but I didn't realize it was this episode, was the... Sandy Jimmy Lighthouse storyline. Yeah, I totally forgotten that storyline to the point where I wrote down, I'd like to see a spinoff show where Sandy and Jimmy go into business together early in the episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's a moment <laughs> early in the episode where he's like, hey, we should just go into business together, you know? 
Yeah. So they, they go for their last meal at the lighthouse, which is closing down, and then they get this this idea that they'll buy the lighthouse. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, Jimmy can't get hired anywhere. Sandy's got a friend. He doesn't want to lose his his friend. And, like, I'm past – you know, now we've we've had enough time where, like, Jimmy's, like, kind of a character that people are friendlier toward yeah, now. Yeah. And, and I mean the audience, you know. Yeah. Enough time has passed where you forgot the fact that he – stole four million dollars yeah. <laughs> you know and you're yeah. like oh what he wants to be near his daughter and like oh what if this could work out and you know i think that conversation at the dinner table is just really well written mm-hmm. you know yeah, and it, it, it gives good cause for like jimmy being like oh the happiest i ever was was managing this place and you know all that kind of stuff and and they're having extra drinks and then sandy coming home doing that old drunk shuffle in the bedroom it, it, that like peter gallagher is a great actor um, he plays that, that, those two scenes, he plays so well. And the reason that scene, the, the, the scene in the restaurant works so well is both of them are very good actors, you know? And it's like them, like yeah. actually kind of like not going over the top. Like a lot of times in the show, you have to be over the top cause it's a soap opera or whatever. And they kind of just let them be subtle, I guess. And, uh, then, then him coming home and this kind of comedic, you know, sand drunk Sandy is great, you know? physical comedy yeah yeah, yeah. You, you you love it and like he's just like you know most of the time people would be frustrated with their spouse coming home like that and kirsten's like so supportive of him and you know it's, it's yeah i mean it's, it's so clearly it. not habitual yeah you yeah, know it's just something that that happened and uh she's shocked by it but it's almost like she's like oh look at uptight sandy just kind of you know r- relaxing um <laughs> And but, then, you know, she, she said like, Oh, I've always wanted you to be friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she has, and they have come a long way together because, you know, Jimmy is Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, shucks. It's Jimmy. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. Almost kissed your wife, Jimmy. Just, I, I just got one more note sure. from the episode. Yeah. You're looking pretty hot these days, Summer. <laughs> Uh, how about that as a as a pickup line you're looking pretty hot these days yo luke she's she looks the same that she's always looked yeah yeah she's looked the same the whole show um it's such a luke compliment though it's like such a like old navy (laughs) old navy luke comment or something i don't know um yeah i know one other thing i noticed is like there's a scene where ryan and and uh, Oliver have to push two beds together because I guess that that Mar- yeah. Marissa, those beds look like almost queen size beds. I'm like, do you need to push them together? Like they look fine. They look <laughs> big enough. Like it's not like Ryan or Marissa are giant people, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I must have Ryan a cal- they, they, what? Right. Ryan will probably be upset with you saying he's not big. <laughs> he do that. I don't think that Benjamin Ginsburg is a very big dude. Um. <laughs> Them leather wrist wraps are though. Yeah, that that make him look bigger for sure. I was like, it's like I require a California King or I cannot sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, um, yeah. So we're having what's how many episodes are season one? Um, I think twenty two. I would assume twenty two or twenty four. Let's see here. Looking it up. Where is the season? Oh, okay, this is season one. Twenty-seven episodes. 
27 27 episodes so we have we are we are not even halfway through okay wait no I we mean, we are I, we are just past the halfway point that's how math works straight up straight up yeah there's yeah, plenty of yeah so the links dead air um, well i'm you know it's 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 always good when you're reading wikipedia on the podcast um yeah so we're you know we're getting i i was like i wonder if they're gonna wrap this oliver storyline up like and then we're gonna have like two episodes left but right. i think it's gonna get wrapped up and then we're gonna have another arc oh um, yeah oh we got we got so much more yeah we got so much more. So I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited, and everybody get back on the get back on the train. We're gonna try to be be back on regular watching. So don't if you skipped ahead, you better not tell us. Better not. Better not. You better listen to these episodes and pay attention. Um. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, nah, man. You uh, you you you've been listening to Christmas music at all? No, I ain't. No, I've been listening to fucking Playboy Cardi. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I am the 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 one thing I'm breaking my only listen to music from 2024 is some Christmas music. Uh huh. Um, which I in general I hate Christmas music, but I just got a. Do you know who Sharon Jones was? From the Dab Kings. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's from Augusta, Georgia, where you know where I'm from uh, originally. No and my nephew got to meet her, and like he hung out with the Dab Kings. Like drove them around town, took them record shopping when they came to play in town. Um, That's cool. They just named the amphitheater that my brother designed in our hometown in in Augusta. Um, they just renamed it the Sharon Jones Amphitheater because she passed away awesome. a few years ago. But she she lived in Detroit, but she's from from Augusta. Um, I just got her holiday album that came out okay. like five years ago. It's really good. It's like soul neo soul. It's uh, you know, neo soul. It's a mix of like new songs and classics, but it's all kind of like upbeat and you know, it's just really good. Okay, highly recommend. It. It's called "It's a Holiday Soul Party," and it has. A, I love it because the first song on it is a Hanukkah song. Eight days of Hanukkah. Sweet. Yeah, it's got some. It's got a. Oh, it's got Silent Night on there and some other songs like White Christmas. But uh, overall, it's really good. And not if you were looking for something, something that's gonna break up the monotony of regular Christmas music, I highly recommend it. It's on it's on Spotify stuff too. So okay, all right, yeah, straight yeah. up, check it out. Um, word. All right. Well, I guess we're out. Catch right. y'all next time. See you next time. Have a good night.